What's up, everybody, and thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one, become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or a loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. What up, what up, what up? All right, let's jump right into it. Today, we're going to talk about discipline. And discipline is one of those things that I personally think isn't talked about enough because when it comes down to goals and dreams and accomplishing things that are hard and starting something that's new and scary, having discipline with what you have and everything around you in your life, the more discipline you have, the more you'll be able to get yourself to do what needs to be done. And when you do what needs to be done, you create the life you want. So let's talk about discipline for a second. So what exactly is discipline? Because what it means to me might be different than what it means to you. And actually, somebody actually hit me up on social media about a week ago. I had made another post about discipline and they slid in my DMs kind of trying to shun me for promoting discipline. But anyway, let's get to it. So depending on who you are, who the person is, you can see discipline as a negative thing. For example, if your child misbehaves, you can discipline them. That's a bad connotation for discipline. Now, the way I see it and the way I'm talking about it is discipline is a prerequisite for getting the life you want. The best definition for discipline or the discipline we need to work on is being able to take action even when you don't want to take action regardless of how you feel. And there's really not much more to it. It's feeling the resistance the resistance from your body, from your mind, from your life, from external circumstances, internal circumstances, whatever it is that's giving you resistance that says, I don't want to do this. But then putting your head down and doing it anyway, doing it anyway, regardless of how you feel, following what the mind tells you to do versus what the body tells you to do, because your body will tell you, man, I'm tired. Or I'm hungry. I want some real food or it's too hot outside. I just want to stay home. But your mind, your mind knows what you need to do to get stuff done. But there's that disconnect, right? Your mind knows what to do, but your body causes you to think the wrong thoughts. So it's about connecting what needs to be done and just doing it versus knowing what needs to be done and sitting on the couch. And looking at your phone and watching Netflix and then feeling guilty about it because you didn't do anything. And we've all been there. And let me tell you, today is for real one of those days for me. As I'm making this podcast, all I can think about is wanting to lay down and just chill, watch some Netflix, watch some Netflix because I am mentally tired. I just applied for a grant. I recorded another episode earlier today. Earlier today, I had a Zoom meeting. Mentally, I'm tired, but I know that tonight I'm going to be busy. And if I don't get this done today, then tomorrow is going to be even harder. So I'm just biting the bullet, having this discipline and getting it done. 
So believe me when I tell you that it's a struggle sometimes. And I'll be honest, I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like I don't mess up. Some days I'm just not as disciplined as I need to be. But what you have to make sure is that your disciplined days far outweigh your undisciplined days. So let's get into it. Six tips. Number one, focus on the opportunity, not the obligation. Now, this is a really important one. If you're not motivated and you find yourself not being disciplined, you have to think about the opportunity, not the obligation. So, for example, if you have a sales job and you want to make, let's say, $70,000 this year, and the reason you want to make that much money is, one, the money, obviously, but two, you want to buy something nice for your little sister, which would be an amazing thing. So focusing on the obligation would look like you not being motivated to make 60 calls today because you don't feel like putting up with people's attitudes on the phone and focusing on the opportunity would look like imagining what that look on your sister's face would be when you buy her that new car. Thinking about that joy that that would bring in her life. And of course, thinking about all that damn money, that will make it way easier to suck it up and get to work. And this one really hits home for many reasons with me. But I'll use this podcast as another example. When I sit down to write these, to write these podcast episodes, it is not fun at all. And I'm still learning new ways to be more efficient with it. But as of now, I find a topic, I look up different ideas behind it, and I figure out what I want to say. And then I type it out. Then I sit down and I read it into the microphone. Now, that process is not fun. But my why, the opportunity that drives me to keep going, is because I know that the things I talk about on here are really useful. And I have literally been seeing growth in my life by applying these concepts. And I believe my purpose in life is to help people. And I get joy knowing that I can improve someone's lives, someone's life. And it really means a lot to me. I want to change people's lives. And that's why I do this three times a week. So we have to remind ourselves why. What opportunity am I hoping to attain? And that's number one. Number two, start mastering the small things. Figure out a way to really get good at the small things. You have to be a big believer in doing the small things right. Because success, being successful in life it's not some major star aligning cataclysmic event that will change your life. Most of the time, and so many successful people will tell you this, it's mainly the small, tedious, boring things that you do each day, day in and day out, that aren't really that exciting. Those things that you have to do every day to make sure you get it done. The best athletes in the world are the ones who put in thousands of hours Working on the fundamentals, working on the basics and mastering the craft. And that's how they become elite. Yeah, you have a few that are genetic freaks of nature, right? But even them, even them, you better believe they are shooting in the gym by themselves every day during the offseason, during the season. Hell, Steph Curry, the greatest three-point shooter in NBA history. Literally, that's what the stats say. He plays for the Golden State Warriors, if you know who he is. Steph Curry shoots 503 point shots a day during the offseason and 250 shots a day during the season. He has mastered the three-point shot. 
And all of the great athletes have this mentality and work ethic when it comes towards their fundamentals. They master the small things. So success is mastering the small things day in and day out. So ask yourself, what are the small things in your life that you need to be more disciplined about? That you have to master. So that's number two. Master the small things. Number three, and this is another important one, design your environment. So, for example, if you want to lose weight, have you designed your environment around you for you to lose weight? Now, me personally, sugar is one of my weaknesses, specifically gummy candy, gummy bears, fruit snacks. Literally, literally my weakness. And it's funny because I actually gave one. Blah, 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 blah. We'll try that again. So I actually um, so at, at my church every year we have a fast. And in this fast, during this fast, we give up something that we crave, some kind of food or drink that we crave. Um, and we fast for 30 days and we pray uh, with the faith that, you know, as you're sacrificing, you're asking God to make some big changes in your life or breakthrough in your life. So I'm actually giving up gummy candy for a whole month. I'm doing this at church. Like that's how serious my craving for gummy candy is. And when I buy a box of fruit snacks, I always get the 50 pack, <laughs> the 50 box, 50 pack box of fruit snacks. And I eat them two packs at a time. And I have like if, if, if I'm not careful, I can have six in a day. Hell, even more sometimes. And if I do that consistently. Right. And if you know me, you will know that I have a athletic build. Right. But if I do that consistently, I can literally see a difference in my body fat. I get a little soft. Around the edges. So in my house, my environment is during this fast, I don't have that 50 pack, that 50 box, that 50 clip. I don't have that because I'm trying to be disciplined. Right. So what is your environment? What is your environment designed for? What can you do now? Do you waste too much time on the couch? Do you sit on the couch and be unproductive? Take the couch cushions and throw them in the closet. <laughs> Or put the couch cushion covers in the washing machine before you go to bed so they're wet in the morning. <laughs> right now, I'm joking. But my point is, make it less desirable for yourself to sit on the couch. Whatever that is you have to do. Right? So let's say you waste too much time on social media. Put your phone in the next room. Turn it on airplane mode while you work. Or can you do what I do? Is What I've done before is I download this app that manages your phone applications so that you don't have access for them for certain lengths of time. Make it harder for you to spend that time looking on your phone. Design your environment. Another example, if you want to go for a run in the morning, sometimes it's hard as hell just to get out of the door. Put your running shoes and your clothes in the bathroom by the sink. So when you wake up to go brush your teeth, all you need is right there looking at you. Hell, go to sleep in your running clothes if you have to. <laughs> right? Again, funny, but that will work. But what do you need to do to design your environment to support you to take that action towards whatever it is that you're trying to do in life? So that's number three. Design your environment. What's up, what's up, what's up? I want to take a quick moment to say thank you so much for listening to this episode and to also let you know that this podcast is 100% donation driven, which means it's completely funded by you, the listener. So if you like the content I have to offer, I would love it if you can make a donation and you get to pick the amount. 
I left links in the description of the video as well as my homepage. You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at DariusDotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. Number four is make your body move. Your body will respond to whatever you make it do. Your body is the most incredible piece of machinery in the world. Your brain and your body, they can do incredible things. And I'm saying this all the time to prove my point, but I personally, believe it or not, I don't feel like working out all the time. Hell, 75% of the time, I most likely don't feel like working out. Finding motivation for working out doesn't really work. That's not really a successful plan is to only work out when you're motivated because most likely you will not be motivated, especially on the days that I have a lot of work to do. I do not feel like working out, but action creates more action. Action creates more action. So I force myself to at least start. I say, come on, Dutch, just at least get started with whatever the first set is. And I do the set. Right. And then my body starts to wake up and I get more and more energy or at least or at least I get to the point where I'm like, well, shit, you came this far. You only got two sets. And if you skip this muscle, then you're cheating your body. And I end up doing it. And most of the time, my body feels great afterwards. My point is action creates more action and inaction creates more inaction. Now, if you have things to do, but you're sitting on the couch, more than likely you're going to keep sitting on the couch. Get up, do some jumping jacks, wiggle your limbs, shake it off, jog in place for a second. This literally works. Your body will start to get energized by movement. So if you're not doing what needs to be done, break that cycle of inaction and start moving. And a way to help you break that cycle is with tip number five, which is do a countdown and go. Don't give yourself time to think about it. Mel Robbins, uh, who's a TV host, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, he wrote a book about this. It's called The Five Second Rule. And I personally use three seconds. So basically, you count down. And once you get to one, you just take action and you just do it. You don't think about it. You don't give yourself time to talk yourself out of it. It's why at the pool, you see kids and adults too. Hell, me, <laughs> for that matter. It's when we count down from three to one to jump in because we're afraid of that cold shock from the water, right? We count down to help us just jump. And I've been doing that since I was a kid, but it works. Another way I use it, and I use it literally every morning, is when my alarm goes off. You better believe when my alarm goes off at 6.30, I do not feel like getting my ass up most mornings. But to help. What I do is I say, come on, Dutch, you got shit to do today. And I go three, two, one, go and I get up. I don't even think about it. Another way I do it is when I find myself in a position to have to have a tough conversation with somebody. And I do this a lot in my relationships, too. And at work or having to make that phone call to have that conversation with a family member or a friend. I literally get to the point physically either with my phone in my hand or right outside someone's office door or I sit next to whoever 
whoever I was dating at the time. And in my head, I go three, two, one, go. And I open my mouth or I hit send or I knock on the door. We have to take the thinking out of it. And the funny thing is, a lot of us have had this ingrained in us from being kids, right? Think about those parents when they want their kids to do something or stop doing something. They start that countdown. Three, two. And as a kid, you know, when they get to one, some action will have to be taken or whatever is next won't be good. And as kids, we didn't want no smoke when it came to that countdown. So we took that action. And the reason we want to use this countdown with ourselves now is simple, because if we don't, if we don't, we will allow ourselves to think. And you can't think your problems away. You can't think your way into finishing your to do list. So countdown, force your body to move in some kind of way. And the last tip, tip number six, get an accountability partner. Find somebody you can tell what it is you're working towards. Someone who is also working towards something in their lives. And that part is really, really important because we all have that friend that's really just content with life. They have a decent job. They have a decent house and a car and pretty much done trying to go further in life. Right. Don't choose that person because those people won't get it. They'll see you doing all this work. And one of the few things, one of, one of a few things will happen. They'll downplay your goals and the things you're trying to do, or they'll see that you're really motivated and focused and praise you even when you don't deserve it simply because you're doing more than they're willing to do. Or they'll tell you you're doing too much and proceed to give you bad advice. Trust me, I've been there. I have a few friends like that. And trying to make them your accountability partner is a bad idea. So find that person that is aligned with what you want out of life. No, not necessarily doing the same things you're doing, but someone who is working towards something, not somebody who is at a point in their life where they're just coasting. Right. And tell them what your goals are. Tell them what your goals are for the week, for the month. You can even do it every day if it's something that they're also doing with you. And have that person check in on you. Have them hold you accountable by simply knowing what you're doing and what you're working towards. And by knowing someone else that is expecting you to show up, you will be more motivated. You will be more motivated to take that action because, you know, at the end of the day or the end of the week or month, that friend or family member, they're going to call you. And if you don't want to have to lie to them or feel embarrassed by not doing what you said you were going to do, then you better go ahead and get this stuff done. So that's number six, get an accountability partner. And that's what we got today. Now, I hope this was helpful. Um, I hope you can incorporate some of these things in your daily routine because I know I can and I will. Let's just have a quick recap of what they were. Number one, focus on the opportunity, not the obligation. What is your why? What will you gain from getting this done? Number two, start mastering the small things. Success isn't this extravagant overnight thing or this grand event. It comes from day in and day out doing those small, tedious tasks. Number three, design your environment. Don't set yourself up for failure. Your environment needs to be a place. All those little traps that we have around us aren't there. Number four, make your body move. 
Action creates more action. Inaction creates more inaction. Number five, count down and go. Take the thinking out of the process. Count down from five, count down from three, whichever one works better for you. Once you get to one, say go and move. And number six, get an accountability partner. Somebody who also has goals. Somebody who's going to be looking for you to keep your word. So that's what I got for you today. If you like this episode, please share it with somebody. Somebody that can benefit from this. Somebody who is a friend or a family member. Somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives. So thank you again and let's get it in.